People are gross, especially when they eat. A lot of chips. I love chips. Ooh! Oh no! <laughs> I'm not grossed out for some reason. I just find it. Oh! I feel very uncomfortable. This feels so intimate. No! I hate everything right now. No! 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 I like that. I like the popping. Ooh! That sounds. The sounds are terrible. Oh, okay, that's... The hummus and the carrots is just... The graphic of it is pretty... Oh, God. <laughs> Close your mouth, please. It's more of the visuals that got me rather than the sounds, really. Actually, it's both. I feel like I want to throw up. <laughs> I always wondered why dates were, like, food-related. Because, ew. Hi, we just met. Gross. There's just a lot of people eating with their mouths open, and you know, society tells you to close your mouths, people. It all started at a Starbucks about 10 years ago. I was talking to someone who I usually have coffee with, and I was complaining to this friend about this problem person. I talked about my frustration, the probable cause of their issues, you know, mostly their family background, etc. This was a little bit of a problem family and a problem person. And I would say things like, they're all a little crazy. You know, stuff that you would mostly say to a friend and hopefully in confidence. Little did I know that the aunt of the person I was talking about was actually seated at a table behind me. Must have come in probably a little while after I'd taken a seat. And yes, she was totally in earshot. Here's the thing, I didn't know that yet. I just kept flapping my stupid lips until I found myself in my boss's office. See, he had just gotten off the phone with the aunt who had heard everything I had said in public. I could almost taste the shame and embarrassment in my big stupid mouth. And guess what it tasted like? A foot. Needless to say, I actually haven't repeated that mistake since. I mean, I learned from it, but I bet right now, you are probably thinking of that time where you yourself tasted foot. Now, to be fair, it's not like this is the only time something dumb has come from my mouth. You probably know that. You've listened to enough of my messages. If you're not thirsty, then there may be an issue. Any brown people that shouldn't be there, uh, it's just all of them. I guess it would be a problem if I was white, uh, but I guess because I'm a son of foreigners, I get away with it maybe. I don't know. Um, 
I need a bag of organs to follow me around just in case mine fail. I've installed bells in my kids' bedrooms. So like, ding, 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 uh, Harriet, uh, you know, I, the devil's going to give you chlamydia, right? You sound like my people who need a green card. Um, <laughs> but you know what would make hell, well, hellish? If for our whole lives we found out someone has been recording everything we've said only to produce like a supercut for us to listen to over and over and over again when we finally kick the bucket. Seriously, here's the thing though. I can kind of imagine a little bit of what that looked like because when I was a youth pastor a num number of years ago, there was actually some clever teenagers who decided that they would record over a period of a year the strange things I've said and actually record them out of context and they would read them back to me at super random times. Do you want to hear some samples? Here they are. One is this. I love my wife like I love a cheeseburger. And secondly is what Hitler did right. Luckily, the journal's lost. It's hard to find when there are no bodies to find. Anyways, here's something you can do at some point. Whether you want to pause the video right now or you want to wait till later or totally ignore it altogether. Here's what I want you to do. Can you remember what you've said in the last 12 hours? Think about it. Last 12 hours, what did you say? What you can remember was a purposeful. Like, what was the motive behind what you said? How many things came out of your mouth on purpose? How many times did you speak well of someone? How many times have you gossiped about someone? How many times did you say something that sounded really smart? How many times did you get the faint taste of athlete's foot in your mouth? How many times have you thought about what comes out of your mouth? Here's what I want you to do. Stick out your tongue. No, no wait, that's, that's actually gross. Put it back in. Fun fact, did you know the structure of your tongue is like similar to an octopus's tentacles or an elephant's trunk? Yeah, I know, super weird. Just think about, you're probably feeling your tongue right now, wondering what that's feeling like. It's also the only muscle in the body not attached to bone at both ends. And the bone it is attached to isn't even attached to any other part of the body. Yo, your tongue is literally the wild, wild west. And it's kind of a good analogy because think about it. What else gets you into more trouble than your mouth? One would even say, no one can tame the tongue. It's found in James chapter 3, verse 7. The same writer, he goes as far as saying this, If we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. We would be perfect. Why? Like, how so? Perfect? Because then it meant we had control over the rest of us. Are you catching that? So it's saying, if you can control what comes out of your bacteria-filled, cringe-inducing mouth, it is a good indicator that you have a lot of your life in order. That's pretty crazy. Here's the thing I want you to catch, though. And it's something that's actually really easy to miss in what James is saying. James is not telling you to have perfect speech. He's telling you to speak on purpose. To know that what comes out of your mouth is actually already a reflection of what's going on everywhere else. Like, for example, do you gossip a lot? Well, is it because you're jealous? Maybe you got low self-esteem. Maybe you got a low view of someone else and a higher view of yourself, or maybe a reverse. Do you find yourself always having an angry rant? Maybe you got self-control issues. Maybe you have emotional instability. Maybe you acquire your own way. Maybe you just let that inner Karen get out way too much. Do you swear like a trucker? Well, maybe you long haul through the city of Edmonton, and honestly, I could actually totally understand that. Or maybe you're just really unhappy and wanting attention. It's not about being perfect. No one can tame the tongue. It's about speaking on purpose, but it's not that easy. You all know it, 
because hypocrisy between belief and speech is more common than our shared disdain for Nickelback. Oh my goodness, I just realized that I just made myself part of Nickelback now. This is how you remind me of Listen to the ever-worsening imagery associated with the tongue that we hear in this passage. So it says this, we can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. Small bit, large horse. Or, and a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. Small rudder, large ship. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. But a tiny spark can set a great force on fire. Small spark, large fire. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body. So there's a sense of personal loss in that. And moves on. It can set your whole life on fire. And then you begin seeing expands to a social loss. Think about it. If you're someone who lies all the time, gossips all the time, people aren't really going to trust you. And he moves on. For it sets, it's set on fire by hell itself. So it expands into a spiritual consequence. From personal loss to social loss to spiritual consequences. See, the tongue is as much a metaphor here as the horse, the ship, and fire. What does it represent? The tongue is literally the exit plan for your motives. Your thought life, maybe the hurts you got, literally what's going on inside. Jesus goes ahead and he lays it out this way for us. For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. Listen, I get it. So much of our speech isn't memorable because so much of it is just neutral. I'll take combo two and three. No, no, that's just, just one fork, please. Or I gotta go to the washroom, right? So much of it is neutral. But that's actually kind of the point James is making here about how we use our tongue. See, what if paying attention to what we say, speaking on purpose, is actually paying attention to what's going on inside of you? Actually, let me go one step further than that. What if speaking on purpose has the power to determine what goes on inside of you? Did you hear that? What if speaking on purpose has the power to determine what goes on inside of you? See, if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. We could make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. That's what James says. And you're asking, did you just call me a large horse? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I did, actually. But let me ask you, do you listen to what you're saying online? To yourself, to a friend, to that rando on Reddit? Do you pay attention to what you're saying about your boss, your stranger, or a person? And ask yourself, are you happy about what your words are displaying about you? Are you sure you know what your tongue is connected to down there? Is it anger? Is it hurt? Is it an ego that's like out of control? Is it spiritual immaturity? Listen, are you happy with the way that you're speaking to yourself? Well, why is it such a big deal? Why, this small little thing, why are we making a big deal about it? Because I want to remind you, words have the potential of shaping the world in you and the world around you. Now listen, at the beginning, we read this. God said, let there be light, and there was light. He spoke, and life happened. Speaking is spiritual when we decide to speak on purpose. James is inviting us to see our speech as part of God's unfolding plan happening inside of you and around you. To see our speech as just neutral is to actually live below what God has designed and created you for, below what he's designed your tongue for. Create with your tongue what you want to see inside of you and what you want to see around you. And who knows, maybe a small spark will light a fire inside of you and around you that actually refines everything it touches instead of destroying it.
Well, how do we do this? What does this actually look like? Well, first, there's a reason why your parents told you there was a purpose behind having two ears and one mouth. James says it this way, you must all be quick to listen and slow to speak. Now imagine the difference that online interactions would be if we instituted that as a policy. Talk half as much as you listen. I mean, imagine what difference that would make. Don't let your tongue run the show. Pay attention to the why behind what you're saying. Speaking on purpose means first, listening. Listening to what's going on inside of you and what's going on around you. Attend to your soul, emotional, mental, and physical condition. It will always speak before your mouth does. Then the rest of it kind of takes practice. And James kind of lays it out for us. I'm going to read it for you and we'll just kind of quickly go through it. It says this, Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father and sometimes it curses those who've been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapefruit produce figs? No. And you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. So what he tells us to do is this. Listen, praise God. That's what we need to practice doing. This is by doing prayer. It's by declaring who God is and maybe who he calls you to be. Praise God. Secondly, he says this, bless those who are made in the image of God. So this means speak and give life to people around you. That means maybe stop gossiping, stop slandering, stop speaking ill of yourself and other people. How can you actually bless someone else? I mean, when was the last time you called someone and you just said something really great about them? It means having fruitful speech. It means asking yourself, the things that I'm saying, is it destroying things around me and in me or constructing things? Am I involved in useless arguments? Am I involved in stuff that really doesn't matter? And lastly, it tells us to attend to our souls every day. Here's reality. Guys, you can only give from what you have. So who do you want to be? What do you actually want to create? The challenge is this. Speak on purpose. You've probably heard, maybe you've been following us, maybe it's the first time with us, and you've heard about Jesus, we're talking about the Bible, and you're wondering, hey, what next? Well, we're really big, firm believers that following Jesus doesn't mean just believing everything he says off the bat. We believe what Jesus did, and he says, come follow me, come watch me, come listen to my words, and that's what we encourage you to do. If you're wondering what your next step is when it comes to Jesus, we just make it really easy. We want to encourage you to just text the word NEXT to 555-888. You're going to get a, a, an, just this digital companion or this digital ebook that's going to help you kind of figure out what your next steps are with Jesus. No one's going to call you. No one's going to show up at your door because honestly, we can't even leave anyways. But if you text it, you're going to get a free resource. It's a great place to start. For the rest of us, that's my challenge to you. Speak on purpose. I'd love to just pray with you tonight. Uh, before you go, we really miss you. Hopefully you miss us just as much. We got a lot of things going on throughout the week, but tonight, do you mind if we just take a, just a very quick moment so I can pray with you? Why don't you, exactly where you're at, why don't you close your eyes and uh, let me do the praying. Jesus, I thank you that you are for us. God, um, it can be really hard to control our speech, but I'm thankful that this scripture reminds us that we can do it, but not only that we can do it, but we can literally shape life in us and around us by the things we say. Help us to be the kind of people that regularly praise you, that speak of who you are, that pray to you, that discover what you say about us. Let us be the people that bless others, others who are made in your image, God. 
Help us to be those kind of people that are able to see the good in other people and encourage them and bless them and be the kind of people that steer away from gossip and slander and all those things. Help us to be the kind of people that speak on purpose in a way that produces life. People were thinking, will this and can this actually construct something life-giving? Can this produce fruit in someone's life? Will this produce fruit in my life? And lastly, God, I pray that we be the kind of people who just honor you with our lips, honor you with our tongue. We be the kind of people that seek your best for us and for those around us. And may it start with us speaking on purpose. Help us to pay attention to what you're doing inside of our souls. To take recollection as their anger, as their bitterness, as their hurt, as their unforgiveness. God, why do I speak that way about myself? Why do I speak that about other people? And Lord, I pray that you'd heal us. I pray that you would help us to have discipline in areas of our life. I help, pray that you help us work on these areas so that, God, when our mouth speaks, God, it would produce life. For all of us, Lord, as we kind of face quarantine and facing what's going on, Lord, I pray that you help those who are suffering, help those who are, who are lonely, help those who are suffering you know, with mental illness issues. I pray those who are just scared. I pray for those who are wondering what's next. Things have changed. Lord, that they would know that you are not scared, that you are not concerned. God, that their life is still in your hands. God, as we face every day, may we understand that, God, you go before us that you're with us and you can empower us. Amen. Thanks guys for being with us tonight. Continue to keep tuning into what we do throughout the week. We always got stuff going on every week. We miss you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Well, some of you are wondering, what happened to the worship set? You guys are just not doing any music anymore? No, no, we're still doing music. We just know that these Sunday night experiences, they're a little bit different when you watch them online. Not a lot of people are super engaging in the worship set afterwards, and we get that. It's still super important to us. It's important to God, it's important to us. And so we actually wanted to change it up a little bit. So we have tonight, we're doing a message, but actually every Wednesday night at about seven o'clock, we're actually releasing a new worship set for you. So whether you wanna use that Wednesday night or maybe you wanna just keep it on your YouTube playlist, you can watch anytime you want, but it's gonna be really great. Uh, this next Wednesday, Brett's gonna be on there. He's gonna be sharing a bit from his heart and his story, also combining it with a worship set. So we are still doing worship, but we're changing things because honestly, everything has changed. And I just wanna recommend and remind you too, there's a lot of things going on throughout the week. Make sure you follow up on social media, ask the questions, DM us, let us know how you're doing. And if you want someone to reach out to you, make sure you let us know, because we're all about that. Guys, again, have a great night. Look forward to seeing you throughout the week and look forward to that Wednesday night when we release that worship set. We're, we're pretty pumped about it.